right, today we're connecting with Nicholas. He's the executive director at the Marine Education Initiative. Their vision is to educate and inspire youth to preserve marine ecosystems for the future. And they have actually been fighting food security for years, but just got into aquaponics and commissioned a new system just a few weeks ago. Uh, so the organization was founded in 2007. It grew since then. Uh, mainly it was focused on ocean conservation. Uh, so educating underprivileged kids about the marine environment using the sport of fishing. Uh, that was really a good uh, attention grabber for a lot of those kids. We, we taught them about marine conservation through fishing. Uh, nice. And then in addition to that, we had another program where we went to local fishing tournaments and collected already caught fish from the fishermen in the tournaments. And then our team would go in and fillet the fish and donate them to soup kitchens. Um, so we honestly, we never imagined doing aquaponics or raising an aquaponic system or fish and lettuce together um, about last year is when, when it happened. And uh, we didn't think we were gonna go into that beforehand. We knew a lot about it. We researched it a lot. I thought it was really cool, but we never actually figured we would go into it. Um, so then COVID hit. And then a lot of fishing tournaments were canceled. So we're like, hey, how do we donate more meals to individuals during this tough time? Because a lot of those soup kitchens weren't receiving sustainable meals every week or even fresh meals for that say wow. every week. Um, so then I got in contact with uh, a couple of people and uh, we got our system up and running. And yeah, now the community is loving it and uh, it's going very well. Wow. So, I mean, it really was a kind of COVID pivot or a COVID decision yep. to just directly, yeah, approach food security there. Tell us about just the community around you and either, yeah, just why is food security an issue there or? Yeah. Yeah. So in South Florida, we have a bunch of soup kitchens that we've supported in the past with our fishing tournament program. And what they were lacking before was a high quality source of protein. Okay. So that's kind of why we had our fishing tournament program. Uh, and then transitioning more into this, we realized that, hey, with the fishing tournament program, we were only donating about, it was a thousand pounds per year. And that's just fish too. It's not lettuce and other vegetables as well. Um, so then we realized with this other program, and actually with the aquaponics program, we're able to donate around 10, 10 times more meals than we did wow. with our other initiative. Okay. Uh, so that's really the main reason why we decided to act upon it because we saw like we were able to impact more people well, it was a little bit of an increase in expenses. It was still more worth it because we're able to 10x our our um, our impact. Yeah. What is your vision at Marine Education Initiative? Yes. Yeah, so, so the vision really is to educate as many children and underprivileged youth as possible about marine conservation. I mean, when you think about it, they are the next generation. So we really have to educate them about what's going on in our current environment and show them the responsible techniques, even if they want to go out and fish and have fun. We're showing them that there's a way to do it responsibly, not go and kill every fish in the ocean or in the lake. Uh, so that, that's really our vision is education. And that we're also tying that into the aquaponics program. So we have kids in our kids in our educa education programs coming into the aquaponics center. We had a, uh, actually a school group yesterday come in and uh, they were just astonished by everything. We did the water quality tests and everything. Wow. They loved it. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have enough tests to do for each kid because each kid wanted to do one. Uh, so no, there's a huge community buy-in with what we're doing here. Uh, we've, we've seen a lot of um, funders come, come forth as well. Okay. Yeah. For, I mean, there's a lot of followers that are involved in the nonprofit and realm. What are ways that you have just approached the community on just the new project and your vision with aquaponics? Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the best way, of course, is bringing them to the actual facility. Yes. Once you have it up and running, um, <clears throat> But before that, it was a little bit of a tough situation. 
because uh, it's hard to sell some people on something that doesn't exist yet. Uh, so we had to show them all this casework that we did before, the research that we've done, uh, and just really go to different foundations that we had contacts at already and approach them. Um, so Dexo Stop Hunger was actually a big supporter of what we were doing, uh, and they, they love what we're doing too. Um, so yeah, the, the main way of us, like how we reached out to other individuals was really through word of mouth, bringing them by the center. So we were able to tell them about it beforehand, but once they saw the actual center, they loved it. Um, so that's really the, the easiest way to grab someone's attention is bringing them to the facility. Yeah, and a big part of your vision is the fish protein as well as the leafy greens mm -hmm. and whatever else you grow. Yeah, right now it's mainly the greens because we're still cycling the system, but hopefully sure. pretty soon we'll have the fish protein. What type of fish will you have? Uh, right now we're looking at Blue Nile tilapia. Okay, great. What were some of the, I mean, the hesitations in just jumping right in to just a new project, one in the middle of a pandemic, but what were some of the things that kind of just came to the table and what was that hurt? What was, what made that jump? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, of course the obvious, uh, reason the entry to uh, barrier to entry really is funding, right? Uh, so there is a big startup cost associated with aquaponics, of course, if you have a larger scale aquaponics system. Um, so that's one of the barriers to entry. The other barrier was Florida. The environment isn't 100% suitable for aquaponics, very high humidity. So we had a little uh, little, little oops earlier uh, in, the, in the system because we didn't factor in how humid Florida was outside because our uh, facility is indoors in a warehouse. So we thought we were good, but we weren't. Uh, so we had to buy a dehumidifier that we didn't factor into in the beginning, which wasn't that expensive. Still, it's important for the plant health. Um, before it was like 90% humidity, now it's like 55. So it's a big decrease, and that really saved us. Uh, but yeah, no, the barrier to entry really for us was funding. Uh, also, we had different advisors for aquaponics and agriculture and aquaculture. So we had both uh, coming into it. So that helped us a lot, Them show, our advisors showing us how to do an aquaponics system or just different parts of a hydroponic system and an aquaculture system. Um, so definitely lack of knowledge was a barrier to entry for most of our team and me, because um, we, didn't, we didn't know much about it. We haven't run an aquaponics farm before. We're learning pretty fast, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would say funding and lack of knowledge to begin with. Yeah, that's good, yeah. What has been some highlights just the last, when did you commission the system? About three it weeks ago or late, late January, late January. Okay. What have been some of the highlights in either the building process or the turning on the water? What has kind of brought joy? Yeah, well, definitely when the, the system was finished, that was great. Um, and then just seeing everything come together. The, I was most excited when I first started the seeds that sprouting or yes. salt and sprouting in the nursery. That was really cool to see because honestly, I haven't been known to have a, a green thumb before I've, I've been a fisherman. So again, I, we didn't know much about aquaponics. I was like, hey, actually, I know I, I grew something. Right. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see that. Uh, and yeah, just now, I mean, the, the lettuce heads are pretty pretty big. So uh, it's looking great. And is your whole team involved? Yeah, we have about three people coming in every other day. So we actually don't need to really spend a lot of time in the system. It's about maybe three hours a day. Even that's a lot. <laughs> um, but when we harvest, that takes a while. And transplant and everything, that takes a while. Um, but yeah, about, about three people helping out. Yeah, great. What are some of your kind of visions for the future, especially as things kind of uh, just change and you can have visitors and you can be involved yeah. in things like that and community outreach? And what are some of your visions? What gets you excited? 
Yeah, so uh, we're actually having a lot more community members come into the center. Of course, socially distanced and everything, of course. Um, but we're having more community groups come in, like school groups, um, rotary clubs, that kind of thing. Sororities, fraternities come in and volunteer. That's what we're really looking forward to, uh, looking forward towards with the harvesting, because we're going to be harvesting every Friday. Uh, so we're having those groups come in and learn about aquaponics and have them actually deliver the meals to those soup kitchens. Uh, we're going to be donating to two soup kitchens right now, both Virginia, Florida uh, and West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, but yeah, we're really looking towards that and also expanding the system eventually. Uh, but that also comes with the funding, right? So to secure the funding first uh, in order to get a larger system or a larger facility. Um, so yeah, we're, this, this is really just a pilot program for us and it's been going very well so far and everyone's pretty impressed with what we've done in the community so far. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, I think the more people that can just go and like you said, test the water and you know, go mm -hmm. home with a head of lettuce and yeah, it's... Yeah, we can't give it to them yet, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but once we start our own system, we can we can teach them. Yes, yeah, that's good. Why do you think aquaponics is just important for food security? Like, how do you see that just playing a big part? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so actually, well, first of all, it's a, it's a sustainable source of food, right? Uh, so, like I was saying, we, we harvest our lettuce every Friday. Um, whereas, if you're working with another um, company or something, they only donate maybe once a month. Uh, usually they don't donate every week or they don't, they don't have sustainable and fresh meals to give you. Yeah. So most soup kitchens, they receive canned meals, bread, uh, most, basically everything that a restaurant didn't want or their leftovers, they get uh, for food banks really in, in uh, soup kitchens. Um, so aquaponics is really a way to provide communities with fresh, sustainable meals that are healthy as well. Um, so that's, that's one of the main benefits. And also what we're trying to do with one of our partners in the Bahamas actually now, um, they're going to be doing a hydroponic system, not aquaponics, but they're hoping to get to that eventually. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be actually feeding the local community in downtown Nassau um, with a hydroponic system. Um, and that community doesn't have a soup kitchen, uh, so they don't have a central place of getting free foods. So this is a way for those individuals to basically farm their own dinner. So, yeah. How are you partnered with them? Yeah, so we provided some of the funding to get them off the ground, but okay. more so we're looking to get into the aquaponic side. Uh, we told them if your hydroponic thing goes well, we'll jump in with you and help you with the aquaponic system. Yeah, great. And how do you see, I mean, just with your initial vision with Marine Education Initiative, how do you see aquaponics benefiting the oceans or just marine biology? Do you see a connection there or... Yeah, mom, a little. So it, what we're trying to do really is spark children's interest in fish or in the ocean or in marine ecosystems. Yes, that's cool. Um, so that really is the tie in the fact that everything is on water. It's pretty cool for the kids to see because they're used to seeing plants and soil in a garden. Um, so the key for us is really sparking their interest, making that initial connection with the kids to fish and to the marine environment and showing them that, hey, this actually happens this um, this cycle actually happens in wildlife. We're just doing it in a warehouse. So we're actually, we're actually working on a mural in the warehouse right now of a natural ecosystem and showing them the nitrogen cycle. Oh, so great. That it actually happens in the natural environment and really just serving as, as an educational piece. Yeah. So you have already some formal kind of programs oh, yeah. set up for visitors and for the community and schools and mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, great. Still working on it though. No, you always yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. What do you envision 
the next few years looking like just for your whole initiative? For the whole organization? Yes. Yeah, um, well, we're always trying to grow and expand. Um, so we have programs right now, Nassau, Bahamas, Abaco, Bahamas, Miami, Florida, Overcome, Florida, and I think the Virgin Islands as well. Um, but in terms of the whole organization, we've actually, we changed our logo to green now. Um, oh, great. So we're already including aquaponics in there. <laughs> um, so we're, we're really hoping this will be a, a great flagship program for us uh, and really will bring us to the next level. Because um, before we were always ocean-based and we didn't really factor into the fact that we could deliver food through aquaponics. We never thought of that. Yeah. Um, so right now we're really trying to scale this aquaponics initiative because it really ties into the educational programs that we're working on. Um, so this is really going to be a, a, a core factor of the organization. Um, but yeah, in three to five years time, we're hopefully, our goal is to really donate over 100,000 meals per year uh, within three years. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we hope you reach that. We'll yeah, no, we hope you reach that. Yeah, it's a great yeah. goal to have. How do you see just education fitting uh, as a key role in just the next generation and the future? Yeah, I mean, again, it's they're, they're the next generation, right? Yeah. Uh, so the easiest way to educate kids is hands-on activities. Uh, that's why with our we call it our responsible angling education program, we use yeah. fishing as a way to educate the kids because. No, no middle school student or early high school student wants to learn about marine conservation or science or water quality. They want to, like, the kids don't know about pH or nitrate or ammonia. Uh, they want to see the fish. They want to see the plants. They want to get their hands dirty, right? Um, so that is really the best way to educate the kids. So we've seen. Um, but it's going to play a key factor, especially in STEM education and this kind of education with hands-on learning learning about sustainable agriculture, because that's going to be really important in the future. Um, so really, it's all about involving the kids with hands-on activities, uh, getting them involved in STEM, which is highly important right now, especially yes. in job markets. Um, so that's, that's really what we're trying to do, just bring the kids more um, into engineering, math, science, um, and also eventually through this program, we're hoping to offer workforce training opportunities. Great. Uh, so we actually have alumni from our programs. And again, it started in 20, 20, 2007. Uh, so we had a good amount of alumni, so we're hoping to bring the alumni back and hire them to work on the farm as well to hopefully advance their career. Yeah, great. Yeah, sounds amazing. You have yeah. a lot on your plate. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a three-prong plan, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, how can people help? Yeah, the easiest way, I mean, if you're in South Florida, come and see the system, come volunteer. Um, but if not, you can sign up online, read our, read our social media pages, look at the posts, uh, keep up with what's going on with the aquaponics system. Uh, but the, really the best way is, of course, financial contributions. Uh, like, like I said, we're a nonprofit. We're not selling any of this, uh, any, of, any of the things we're producing. Um, so really the easiest way to support is through financial contributions. <laughs>